Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. High and outside for ball, 1-0. Again, she's another one of those that kind of runs out of the box. You know, slap hitter or drag hitter, whatever you want to call them. And the 1-0 offering from Sufli. Swing and a miss way out in front of that one. And it's 1-1. One and one. So let's see here, 1, 2, 3. I'm making sure I count right. 4, 5. Yep, that is the sixth strikeout. So 31 strikeouts now in the three games so far. And we're only here in the fifth inning of the championship game. Another swing and a miss. And did she get a piece of it? She thinks that she did. And the umpire says, now she's kind of fighting. Is it three? <laughs> that's, uh, that's the big question. And now we're going to have a... Uh, conference with the umpires as Eck thought she got a hold of it. It was a 1-2 pitch. I think uh, everybody was kind of confused on the count. Everybody on the Spartan stayed put. And uh, apparently she did get a little bit of the bat on the ball. So she gets another chance. Almost chalked up number seven there for Sid. And it might be on this pitch, will it? One ball, two strikes, two away. The pitch. That one popped out of play right behind home plate, and it'll bounce. No, almost almost a nice catch there. Had it in his hand and then dropped it. Another chance here for Sierra Eck. Again, one for three last night. Drove in a run, but did strike out once. Facing a 1-2 pitch against Supley. Here it is. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Down she goes. Make it seven strikeouts now for Supley. 32 on the tournament as she continues to rack them up. And three up, three down again. And we head to inning number six. We are tied at two on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Back in a minute on the score. Well, you know the old saying, it doesn't get any better than this. No, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> this is having a blast here in Madison these last three games, especially this one where we had inning number six in the championship game, Division One softball between the top two teams in the state, defending champions Sun Prairie, two, and Oshkosh North undefeated, two. First offering, swing and a miss to Bree Gauthier. to be Gauthier Day and Lieb to face Gardner. And already falling behind early is Bree. The 0-1. Little number off of her wrist. It goes down the first base side foul. Bree walked in the second and was stranded at second after a wild pitch. And then she struck out to open up inning number four. And you heard those words, stranded runners. Every inning, they have left at least one on base. In fact, that has been the case. They've left one in every inning. They've had the chances, the Spartans have. And 
Bree wants a little extra time, so they have not gone down one, two, three in any inning. And here we are in the sixth. Two are on the board for each team. It's got that feeling of eh, this could go down. Eh, we may be seeing some free softball here tonight. Wouldn't that be something for a state title to end championship Saturday? A little mound conference between Kenor Shield, the catcher, and Gardner, the pitcher. And that is broken up. No balls and two strikes. First batter of the sixth inning is Bree Gauthier. Swing and a miss. Second time tonight. Gauthier goes down swinging. There's one away for Courtney Day. Number three, Courtney Day at the That is six strikeouts now for Gardner. On top of her 16 in the first game and 10 there, so that's 26 and 6. So she's got 32 also. Should be counting up hers as well. Both pitchers now with 32 strikeouts in the three games. And the first offering is taken by Courtney Day. Now 16 in the first game. She had 10 of them last night. And six more tonight. So both of them now tied for third all-time most strikeouts in the tournament. That one fouled down the third base side for Courtney Day. One ball and one strike. I was looking at that. Strikeouts in the tournament, Division One. Katie Carbon from Appleton East back in 2000, 34 in a tournament. Kayla Kastenmeyer from Eshwabanon in 2006 had 33. And now both of these pitchers tonight are tied for third all time with 32. Here's a foul down the right field side, just getting a bat on it. And out of the outstretched hands of the first baseman, Grace Hilber. So they staying alive with a 1-2 count. See how they tie Sarah Funk of Westosha Central in 2013 and Kristen Wood of Wilmot in 2011 with 32 and counting. Each one of these pitchers only need two more to tie the record. That'd be something. And we're, we're only here in the top of the sixth inning. The one-two. Way upstairs, in fact. Goes off the catcher's mitt of Shield. Two balls and two strikes. With one away after the strikeout of Gauthier. Lieb waiting on deck. Day reached on an infield hit back in the fourth. And that was out by a force play. That one fouled third base side into the midst of the left fielder Eck, who runs over to get it. Two balls, two strikes again today. The two day. <laughs> Say it slowly. Again today. To Courtney Day, who flew out to center field in the second. So she's one for two with that infield hit. Facing a 2 2 pitch. Grounder into center field, and she's on again. Courtney Day is two for two, and the go-ahead run is at first for Oshkosh North. Nice bit of hitting there by Courtney. And went right up the middle with it, and she's on for the second straight time. That'll bring up Emma Leave, the left-hander. Reached on a fielder's choice, but... Was stranded there at first. Showing bunt and that one off her bat foul. 0-1 with one away and a runner at first. Lieb also struck out. 
One of those six strikeouts for Gardner tonight. That was in the second inning. So 0 for 1 officially here. Facing an 0-1 and fouls that one as well. No balls and two strikes. Looked like Day was showing like she might take off again. She did that last time as well. Just stay and put. No balls, two strikes to Courtney, to Emma Lieb, I should say, with Courtney out there at first. Left-handed hitting Lieb, awaiting the 0-2, swinging a foul just backwards. Seen that a lot again, talked about that earlier. Both these teams, they know how to just make contact and give yourself yet another chance in that batter's box. That's what championship teams do. One of these two teams will call themselves champions sometime this evening. Right now, we don't know. 2-2 two, two is our score here in the sixth. That one fouled down the left field side. Just foul down the left field side. I don't think I gave the dimensions yet tonight. 200 down the left and right field. 218 in both alleys, 225 straight away here at the home of the Wisconsin Badgers. Where we are in the top of the sixth inning, and the Papa Murphy School Board reads 2-2 between Sun Prairie and Oshkosh North. The 0-2 to Emily. Again, a foul, and that one might have got a piece of the umpire. He kind of jumps out of the way. <laughs> and that hit him. Uh, yeah, uh, say he might feel that one in the morning. Walking around a little gingerly, but now steps back in there. No balls and two strikes to Emily. That one popped into shallow left field. Is it going to drop? And it is a foul or fair. What's he yelling? Uh, He was putting his hand straight up in the air. And I'm pretty sure he called foul. His foul call must be his hand straight up in the air. <laughs> Boy, nobody here knew what that was. It ended up being a foul ball. Usually the umps will push their hands to foul territory. He didn't. He just put his hand straight up. So nobody knew what happened there. And Leap has to come back. And back to first goes Day. And again, it'll be no balls and two strikes. A lot of booing coming from the Oshkosh North crowd, and rightfully so, I think. Here's the 0-2. Slap down third base side again. Staying alive is Emma Lieb. <laughs> that was very, very close, folks. And everybody was confused. If the announcer sounded that way, it's because he was. <laughs> so was the rest of the crowd. Because he just turned around and started walking back towards the plate. The runners were at first and second, didn't know what went on. All right, so the 0-2 again to leave. And there's another foul down the third base side. Almost got a piece of the coach, Ken Dishler. He gets out of the way. And sends a sign in now to Emma. What an at-bat here. And again, just adds to the wildness. We've seen a lot of things happen in this game. And it's not the end of it. No balls, two strikes with one away and a runner at first. Outside. One ball and two strikes. Patience at the play by Lieb. Fouling away a bunch of them, including one that uh, arguably <laughs> was right there on the line. And then taking that one for a ball. Day stands out at first with one away and the one-two count to Emma Lieb. The pitch 
Swing and a miss. Got her swinging. Chalked that one up to some pretty good pitching also to Maddie Gardner. Staying with it, and she's got seven strikeouts now, including two of them by Emma Lieb. And that's the second out of the inning, and I believe we will have a pinch hitter here. That is going to be Mackenzie Lang to pinch hit for Noel Frank. As Coach Dissler talking with the home plate umpire. And so coming out will be Noel Frank, the designated player. Frank was 0 for 2, grounded out to first and struck out looking, one of the seven strikeouts. So now there's two away with the runner at first, representing the go-ahead run in a tie game at two apiece, top half of inning number six. Lang, a little excuse me swing, didn't come all the way around, but got a piece of the bat, no balls and one strike. Lang, pinch ran yesterday, scored a run. Lang, pinch ran the first game and scored a run. So this is their first at-bat of the state tournament. The 0-1, check swing, and that one's called a strike, 0-1-2. On the season, not too many at-bats. In fact, the scoreboard's showing one hit, batting 0-67 and 15 at-bats. Basically just a pinch runner. Up here at bat in the top half of the sixth inning, the state championship game is the senior. Looking at an 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss. And Gardner strikes out the side in the threat. And that's the way the top half of inning number six comes to an end. Again, a stranded runner for Oshkosh North. They've done it in every inning. We remain tied at two on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Back in 30 seconds here on the score. Back here in Madison. What a game we have for you here tonight. State championship action, Division I softball. The defending state champion, Sun Prairie Cardinals. Two, Oshkosh North, first time ever here in the state championship game. Looking to stay undefeated. Two, as we head to the bottom half of inning number six. And we will crown our fifth and final champion of the day. But with those three strikeouts there of note for... The pitcher for Sun Prairie, Maddie Gardner, she then ties the record for strikeouts in a tournament in Division I with 34. And Supley can do the same here if she strikes out two in the bottom of the sixth inning here. And the first one is a ball to the top of the order now for the Cardinals. Chloe Kenorshield, the catcher, is... One for two, scored the second run of the game. We'll tell you how here in just a second. The 1-0, too high, two balls and no strikes. So it was an infield hit. Then a stolen base. And then she came around to score on two errors. Uh, An error on the catcher and an error on the right fielder. (laughs) Just I'm telling you, the way that things have gone here tonight. And that one's across for a strike. Two balls and one strike to the freshman. So she was not a part of the team, of course, last year that won the championship looking to do it again. They're 27-3 and three coming into this one. There's the drag bunt, but it goes backwards. 
So she'll have to run all the way back. Boy, she's got some speed, and she showed that with that stolen base and then coming all the way around to score back in the third inning. And uh, she let off the game with a grounder to short as well. Infield plays in with a 2-2 count. First batter of the bottom of the sixth. Supley winds and deals. Popped up. Shallow third base. And Nebu hauls it in for out number one. A little pop out to Nebu at third. One away for Grace Redland. Bat number five, Grace Redland. Two runs, four hits, two errors for the Spartans. Two runs, two hits, two errors for the Cardinals. Radlin, she also scored on a very dramatic play. And that was back in the first inning to put them on top, one nothing. First one to her, fouled backwards, 0-1. So she had an infield hit as well. They got some speed on this team. And it came around to steal home plate on what was a 1-2 count to the next batter. And the catcher, Sophie Averkamp, did just the routine throwback to Sid Supley. And at the same time, Radlin was running and scored the first run. And here she bunts down the first base side. And with her speed, another infield hit for Grace Radlin. And with one away, the Cardinals have the go-ahead run at first. Man, can she fly. My goodness, that is a weapon to have in Grace Radlin. Up to bat number two, Sabrina Reuter. And that brings up Sabrina Reuter, who is 0 for 2 tonight. She bunts it out to the pitcher, the throw over, and the sacrifice. So reaching second is Radlin on the sacrifice. They'll be two away from Maddie Gardner. Here in the bottom half of inning number six, it's pitcher on pitcher. Able to help herself here. She can do anything, but she hasn't so far. Tonight, 0 for 2 with two Ks in my scorebook. Two of the seven so far for Sydney Supley. Who looks in, gets the sign from Averkamp. Binds and deals. Stealing third is safe. Radlin just did beat the throw. She was off and running as soon as the pitch was in there. That was a very close play, and Radlin seems to be shaking up a little bit there at third, or she's just adjusting her stock. Kind of an awkward slide, but again, showing her speed. We talked about it on both infield hits that she had. Just flying down the line for Grace Radlin, the five foot eight sophomore. So she's going to be around for a couple more years. And what a weapon to have for Coach Jamie Olson. And now a meeting on the hill between all of the infielders. High fives all the way around. Talking about what to do here with that go ahead run here in the bottom of the sixth inning with two outs. Gardner up with a. 0-1 count. Might want to watch out for this stolen home base again thing. Don't let them fool you twice. That's how it happened back in the first inning, the first run of the game. The 0-1 to Gardner. And that one's outside. <laughs> and right away, Sid points down the third. 
Watch her. <laughs> I can almost see her lips. Watch her there at third. Don't get trapped again on a stolen home plate. One ball, one strike. Supley winds and delivers. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Bringing the heat. Chasing it is Gardner. One ball, two strikes. Two out. Go ahead run at third for Sun Prairie in the bottom of the sixth inning. And the clapping and the feet stomping of the Oshkosh North faithful. Supley is ready. The pitch to Gardner. Fouled backwards, just a little foul tip. And the Sun Prairie faithful doing their job to encourage Gardner to hang in there. Again, I said it earlier, both of these teams know how to get that bat on the ball. Just give yourself another chance in the box. One ball, two strikes, two away. Supley is ready. Wines and deals. Swing and a miss. Got her swinging on an off-speed pitch. And Sun Prairie strands the go-ahead run at third. We head to inning number seven on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. We are all tied at two. Back in a minute on the score. And I want to thank all of our fine sponsors for joining us all seasons. I'm going to put an S on that long as this will be it for our broadcast of high school sports here in 1819. Football will be here before you know it. I was actually talking with BJ about that, asking me if I want to be back to do some football. I laughed really loud. Uh, yeah. But we got a softball game to play here, the end of one at least. Championship day here in Madison. I am Joey D. Glad to bring you this one. We are all tied up at two heading into inning number seven. And it will be the bottom of the lineup here for North. Higgins takes the first one for a late strike call. Athena Higgins officially 0 for 1. Struck out in the third. Walked and scored that tying run in the fifth inning. Looking at Matty Gardner. Brings it. Low and outside, evens it up at one ball and one strike. Now she walked to open up that fifth inning. And then came around to score later on on the RBI single by Supley. The 1-1 pitch to Higgins. Swing and a miss way out in front of that one. Totally had her faked and the left-hander backs out of the box, kind of shaking her head. Looking down to Coach Dissler. In the third base box with his hands on his hips. The one-two pitch to the senior Higgins. Foul down third base side. Spatola, the third baseman, had to go off of her leg in foul territory. Limps a little bit back over into to her position. She looks to be fine. Higgins on the season 329. The senior right fielder back in. Left-hander facing Matty Gardner. One ball, two strikes. The pitch fouled out of play third base side. Off the hands of a couple of people high up in the bleachers. And Higgins one of eight strikeouts tonight for Matty Gardner, who has tied the record in Division One now with 34 in the tournament. 
Chance to add to it here. And almost did. That one just outside. Patience at the plate. I don't know how you lay off of a pitch like that. I know I say it all the time. But those close ones, that uh, that is tough to lay off of. But good job by Mathena because it was a ball. What do I know? Two balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Grounder to third. Underneath her glove into left field for a base hit. Higgins is on for the second time tonight. And the go-ahead run for the Spartans is at first with nobody out here in the top half of inning number seven. That goes back up to the top of the lineup. And Brooke Elstead, who is 0 for 3 here tonight. This is what you want here. Here the Spartans get back to the top of the lineup with nobody out to get that base runner out there. Lined right sharply to the shortstop into her glove. Throw over to first for the double play. Grace Radlin made an absolutely terrific catch at shortstop, and that might have saved the entire championship right there for Sun Prairie. What a catch. That one was drilled. She snow-coned it. Heads up, threw it over to first for the double play, and there's two away. Heartbreak for Elstead and the Spartans. But everybody in red on their feet after the double play, and Sid Supley steps in. Takes the first one for a ball. Man, the crowd just erupted on that one. On the 6-3 double play. I mean, there was, there was nothing that Higgins can do about that. They run her over there at first because she was heading. I mean, that one looked like it was headed to the gap and left center. But somehow, someway, Radlin caught it. Fouled way out of here, third base side. Off the bat of Sid Suplin. On twice tonight, she is officially one for two. Grounded out, walked and scored, and had an RBI single in the fifth inning. And then was stranded at second. They have stranded at least one runner in every inning. That one, did she go around a check swing? And she did. It'll be one ball and two strikes. You don't see that too often from Sid. But the pitcher, Gardner, had her faked. And now it's one ball, two strikes, and two away. Tied up at two, top half of the seventh inning. Supley steps back in. Pitcher on pitcher, the pitch. Didn't get her to chase. Nice at bat for Sid. That was high and outside, evened up at twos. Atmosphere is electric here at Goodman Softball Complex. What a game we got. The 2-2 pitch. Too high. And we got a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Two out. And Supley, the over 500 hitter, left-handed hitter, the senior. Senior leader for the Spartans stepping in. The payoff pitch to her is too high, and they walked her. So with two away, again, the go-ahead run. Trots on down to first base. And the second time tonight that Supley has walked. Let's hope it's the same result as the last time as she came in to score. She scored actually from second base on a wild pitch. It was nuts. That was the first run of the game in the third inning for 
the Spartans. Swing and a miss by Libby Nephew. Nephew doubled in the first, reached on an air in the third, both times left at third base, and popped out to center in the fifth. Looking at an 0-1 pitch. Popped up on the infield. Leah Hamilton, the second baseman, calls it and hauls it. So they strand yet another runner, and a big double play by Sun Prairie was a big play there. We head to the bottom half of inning number seven. The Cardinals only need one for a title. We'll have it for you. It's all tied up at two. Take a 30-second timeout. Come back after this on the score. Uh, you want excellence. How about both of these pitchers and the defense there stepping up for Sun Prairie, the defending state champions have a chance to defend that state title if they can score just one run here as we head to the bottom half of inning number seven. Now, easier said than done when you look out there on the mound with Sid Supley. But, man, just looking back again at writing this down in my scorebook, every single inning, one runner in the LOB category for the Spartans. That would be left on base. Every inning, all seven one runner left on, two runs to show for tonight's action. On that Papa Murphy scoreboard, we're all tied at two. And Grace Hilber will lead things off. It'll be Hilber, Spatola, and Patterson. Numbers five, six, and seven in your scorebook. For the Cardinals, the defending champions, facing Sid Supley and the Spartans. First offering is in there for a strike. Hilber tonight against Supley. One of her eight strikeouts that happened in the second inning. And then grounded out in the fourth. The 0-1 to her. Popped backwards for a foul. 0-2. That was a wild play, too, in the fourth inning where everybody was charging the... Fr uh, Gauthier and Supley were charging because it was just a little nibbler off the bat out towards in between first and the pitcher's mound. Didn't look like anybody was going to get it, but Dave ran over and covered real quickly to retire her, but she was almost safe at first. Bounces this one, third base foul. Nephew picks it up, throws it back into Sid. And it looked like Courtney Day may have been roughed up a little bit on that play, but she ended up being all right, which is a good thing. Hilbert steps back in. Regular season hitter 371. But again, 0 for 2 here tonight. The 0-2. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And there's one away to start the bottom half of inning number seven. Second time that Hilbert is struck out against Supley. And now she ties for the all-time most strikeouts in a tournament. She now has 34 as well as the opposing pitcher. And uh, we've got a pinch hitter here. And it's going to be Ellie Rademacher to pinch it for Sydney Spatola. Ellie Rademacher, nice long name to write down in the book. She steps in with one away here in the bottom of the seventh inning. First pitch to her. Just a little high, 1-0. Looking to see here, did Rademacher get a chance to play 
She did not play last night, and in the first game, I don't see her playing either. So this is uh, her first first action in the state tournament for Rademacher. Swing and a miss. Threw a right by her. One ball and one strike. Ellie, a five foot seven sophomore. A 231 hitter in the regular season, but only 26 at-bats. Up here in a crucial situation. Fouls this one backwards. One ball and two strikes to Rademacher. Taking over for Spatola, who was hit by a pitch and also grounded out. But the substitution made. Yeah, she didn't play in either game. Kind of surprised. In there right now, facing a 1-2 count against Supley. That one way out of the reach of Averkamp. Back to the backstop. Don't see that too often. And <laughs> Sid kind of chuckling. Patting her chest. That's on me, she says. And again, kind of chuckling a little bit. Evens it up at 2-2. Two and two. She'll get another chance. Against Rademacher. And the pitch. Little grounder to third. Fielded by Nebview on the first for the second out of the inning. That one looked like it might be trouble for Libby, but nope, took it on the two-hopper. And there's two outs for Kenna Patterson, who is 0 for 2 tonight uh, against Sid. Bottom half here, inning number 7. Tied up at 2. The pitch. In there, right across downtown. No balls and one strike. As I get a peek over my left shoulder here, man, that's a gorgeous sky. Very, very nice evening. And the entire weekend has turned out to be here at the state tournament. The 0-1 popped up. That one should get out of play just to the right of me and bounces into the crowd. 0-2. Oh, to Ellie Rademacher. Yeah, they've been very, very fortunate here as far as the weather goes. Man, it's, that, that's the old cotton candy sky. It's, that's got like ten different colors. <laughs> it's beautiful. Just to the left of me. All right, back to action. No balls and two strikes. Sid wheels and deals way outside. Averkamp has to jump out and grab that one. Kind of a waste pitch, I guess you could say, for Supley. So it's one and two. With two away. Supley gets the sign. She wheels and deals again. Upstairs and again. Averkamp had to jump out of her squatting to grab that one. So Supley, again, kind of eh, not as much of a chuckle. That one didn't really leave her hands too awkwardly. Two balls, two strikes. Two away. The pitch. Fouled sharply down the third base side. It'll stay two and two. And for someone who didn't have too many Well see here. Okay, so she was 0 for two. Popped out to left field and grounded to third. So she's been known to pull. To Patterson. From Supley, the 2-2. Popped up, 
lightly to Sid at the pitcher's mound. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got free softball for a state title. Three up, three down in the seventh, and we head to the eighth here in Madison, all tied at two. Back in a minute with extra innings here on the score. You know, Gary, I don't mind your uh, your bumps, but the uh, bump right now here at the ballpark. Bumper music is what they like to call it in the business. Uh, very appropriate. We are on the highway to the danger zone as it is extra innings for a state title here in Madison in Division One. as we head to inning number eight. A little bit of a delay here. The umpire pointing towards the... Sun Prairie dugout, I think just to the side of the dugout, someone was, he was concerned about somebody who might be in play. All right, here we go. It is extra innings with the Spartans coming up here in the top half of inning number eight. And the first one is in there for a strike to Sophie Averkamp. It'll be Averkamp, Gauthier, and Day to open up inning number eight. And the 0-1. Little roller out to first, backhanded by Hilber. She'll run over and retire Averkamp herself on the easy ground out. That's how inning number eight opens up. So Averkamp now 0 for 4 on the evening. Gauthier will step in. Had that big home run in the first game. Been a little more quiet ever since, but uh, in this one, she has walked and struck out twice. And the first pitch to her almost got her. She just stood there. That's what you call taking one for the team if it would have got her. Instead, it's uh, one ball and no strikes. With Maddie Gardner back out there on the hill, pitching in her second extra inning game of this tournament. That one's in there for a strike. Bree shakes her head yes. She knew it, taking all the way. It's even a one ball and one strike. Courtney Day waiting on deck. Here we go, rocking and delivering. That one popped up. I might be able to catch that one. Oh, just about, right in front of me. Uh, I probably could have had it if I made a little better effort at it. <laughs> I got some equipment here, though, that uh, may be a little bit more important than a softball. <laughs> one ball and two strikes to Gauthier. The pitch, low one outside, evens it up at two and two. I haven't caught too many foul balls in all the baseball and softball games that I've been to in my <clears throat> years of my life. I have caught uh, a couple. I've caught a handful. <laughs> See what I did there? Two and two. Fouled sharply. Hope everybody's all right down there in the Oshkosh North dugout. She really pulled that one. Bree did. Walked in the second, reached, to, reached second on a wild pitch. Struck out in the fourth and sixth. Up here with one away in the eighth. The pitch. Now on the some prairie crowd wanted that to be strike three. It was close. But instead, it's a full count. Three and two. To Bree Gauthier. A senior playing in her last game. As an Oshkosh North Spartan, as are six other of her teammates. Little grounder out to short. That is scooped up by Radlin and not in time. 
as Gauthier beats the throw. Off and running after the swing, and she's on on an infield hit. The go-ahead run is at first with one away for the Spartans. Nice piece of running. It was a good throw. It's just Gauthier's shoulder speed. So she's out there at first for Courtney Day. She reached herself on an infield hit. In fact, she is two for three tonight. Two of the six hits for the Spartans. First one to her. Outside, again, very, very close. And now Gauthier is caught in a pickle, and she'll get back to first safely. Oh, boy, almost caught as the catcher. Knorr Shield ran out towards the pitcher's mound because Bree was really leaning far. Threw it out to second base, so she throws that to first. She is definitely caught in a rundown. Instead, she is able to get back to first because she threw it out to second. So they catch a little bit of a break there. And it's 1-0 today. The pitch. That one outside, too. 2-0. Things really, really starting to get intense. They have been for the last several innings. As both teams scoring. The Cardinals scored in the first, both in the third. And then the Spartans in the fifth. There's a swing and a miss, strike one, two and one. Yeah, two runs, six hits, two errors for the Spartans. Two runs, three hits, two errors for the Cardinals. As we've had some wacky ways that the runs were scored in this one. Can't wait to hear the highlights. <laughs> swing and a miss again, two and two. Swung right through it. Battling back is Gardner out there on the hill after falling behind 2-0. and It's even at 2-2. Two and two. Courtney Day, another one of the seniors. 393 hitter on the regular season. And two for three tonight. And a little foul ball off the edge of the bat. Bounced in fair territory, but it was just a little bit up in the air and rolled over into foul territory. So Bree has to run back to first. And Courtney will slowly make her way back to the box. And Coach Distler encouraging her, clapping, walking out back towards that third base coaching box. And we'll do it again. Two balls, two strikes. Runner at first and one away top of the eighth. Pulled foul again. Out of play. Good at bat. How many times have I said that tonight? Both teams. I know that there has been a lot of strikeouts. Nine for Supley tonight. Eight for Gardner. But really some, some very good at bats, I'm telling you. We got one going right now. Two balls and two strikes. That one lifted into shallow center field. Underneath it is Raider. And there's two away. Got a good piece of the bat on it, and again, a good at-bat, but she has to go sit down with two away. Emma Lieb will step in with that runner at first base still. Don't tell me they're going to strand another one. All seven innings, they've left one runner on base. Right now, there's two away. Chance for Lieb, the left-hander. Little bunt down the third base side. It is picked up by Spatola. And there's no play. She is going to reach. And on to second base goes Gauthier with the go-ahead run. 
And now it's first and second with two outs. And Lieb reaches base for the second time tonight. And that will bring back up Noel Frank, who reports back in. And another infield hit. We've seen quite a few of those by both teams. So on the first goes Lieb, second goes Gauthier, and Frank back in. She is 0 for 2, gave way to Lang the last at-bat. She checks back into the game, grounded out to third, and struck out looking. 0 for 2 for Frank, the sophomore. Designated player, the flex for Spartans, fouls that one out of play, 0 and 1. Oop, that hit something back there. Is that the old ice cream truck, I think? <laughs> Should have caught it with a glove on the edge of the glove. Then we could call it a snow cone instead of the ice cream. Anyway, 0-1 to Noel Frank with runners at first and second. Just did get a piece of that one fouling backwards. It's 0-2. Both crowds coming alive. Go ahead run at second with Gauthier. Lieb is at first after the infield hit. Frank steps back in against Maddie Gardner. Gets the sign. The 0-2 pitch. Outside, 1-2, and two, laying off of it. I guess somewhat of a throwaway pitch for her. Those are dangerous, though. A lot of times with 0-2, you'll try and get them to chase. But with that runner out there and how important it is on second base, I don't know. It really takes some guts to do it. She did it there. And now it's one and two. Popped up again just out of play. I don't think it'll reach the ice cream truck this time. Or the Fast Signs Mobile Studio. That's parked way, way down there. <laughs> There's a lot of people here. Championship Saturday. I had a little hike all three days to get to my spot here. High atop Softball Stadium. One ball and two strikes to Noel Frank. Swings right through that one. Strike three. And they get out of the jam. They leave them at first and second. And we head to the bottom half of inning number eight. On the Papa Murphy's scoreboard, it reads Oshkosh North 2 and Sun Prairie 2. Back in 30 seconds here on the score. And everybody bop, bop, in here. And feeling so good. So good. As we head to the bottom of the extra, the first extra inning. I I said it seriously. Sometimes I'll say it jokingly. You know that it's feeling like this could be an extra inning game. I I remember saying that earlier in the game, and I meant it. And we've got it here. We head to the bottom of the eighth inning. But again, a couple more base runners are stranded. That's the first time they stranded two. But nine overall now for Oshkosh North in this game, and it's a tie game of two. And the first offering is lined into the right center field. Rounding first, heading to second is Leah Hamilton. The throw was in time, but it gets away from Day. And so Hamilton's going to be safe at second. And now the go-ahead, the winning run, is standing at second with nobody out. First pitch swinging was Leah Hamilton, and she's standing out at second. Sierra Eck will step in. 
with nobody out. Everybody in red are they're on their feet. As they will give an error to the second baseman as well. So a hit and an error. And the first offering. Showing bunt, but brought it back for a ball. 1-0, so give Hamilton a single. And then an E4. So the third error on the Spartans, and the winning run is that second with nobody out. Here's the delivery. Taken for strike one, one and one. Everybody charging, expecting the bunt here to get Hamilton over to third. Eck today 0 for 2 against Sid. Grounded out to second and then struck out one of nine strikeouts. Each pitcher with nine strikeouts now. And the 1-1 pitch to Eck brings back the bunt attempt. In fact, almost hit her. Makes it two balls and one strike. Wouldn't be the worst thing to, to Walker, but then you got the top of the lineup coming up. It would set up, you know, the, the force plays at first, second, or third, but you want to attack this batter, no doubt about it. The 2-1 to Sierra Eck. Offers at it 2-2. Two two. Could not get the bat on it. So now we'll see what happens with a 2-2 count, and we'll see how the defense plays it too. Everybody was charging the last several pitches. Two balls, two strikes. Supley wheels and deals. Foul backwards, and I mean just did get a piece of that one. Sierra Eck, the sophomore left fielder in a big spot here. For the defending champion, Sun Prairie Cardinals. The winning run out there at second base with nobody out. The 2-2. Fouled again. She just kind of slapped at that one. Again, a good piece of at-bat. A good at-bat here for yet another player. Very impressive, both teams. So let's do it again. Supley looks in, gets the sign. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Swings and misses right through that one. Strikeout number 10 for Sid Zupley. And there's one away for the top of the lineup for Sun Prairie. And that, by my count, actually puts her in the record books as number one. We got a uh, mound visit now by Coach Disler. Going to talk things over. I'll put another K in the scorebook here and count them up. Yeah, if that's 10 now for her, that's 35 in these three games for Sid Supley. And she surpasses Katie Carbone of Appleton East with the most strikeouts in a state tournament. And remember, they, they only played a five-inning game the other night. And guess who's second? The opposing pitcher tonight because she tied it <laughs> with 34. Now all kinds of changes being made here. Uh, they're actually going to... Walk Kenorshi. Okay, so they intentionally walk Chloe Kenorshi. So that will put runners at first and second for Grace Radlin. So that does set up the any base situation here with one away. The winning run out there at second for Grace Radlin. A pitch to her. Bunted. Taken by Supley, the easy play to first. But the runners move up to second and third. 
with two outs. The winning run now stands at third base on the sacrifice by Radlin. That'll bring up Sabrina Raider with two away. And the winning run at third. The left-handed senior center fielder grounded out, struck out, and had a sacrifice of her own in the sixth inning. Up in a big spot here. Supley looks in. First offering to Raider. Swing and a miss. It pops out of the glove of Averkamp, but stayed right in front of her, thankfully. You don't want this game. You don't want the season to end like that. Oh, man, that would be not good. This is good, though. Oh, and one to Sabrina Raider. Supley gets the sign. And the pitch. Grounded out to short. Throw over to first is in time. Elstead to Gauthier. And they get out of the jam. We head to inning number nine. As Sun Prairie strands two, including the championship-winning run out there at third base. A nice grab by Elstead to throw on to first for the out. Hey, let's play another inning. Papa Murphy's scoreboard reads Spartans 2, Cardinals 2. Back in 30 seconds on the score. And we are just after 9 o'clock here. WSCO Appleton as we play on into inning number 9 here in Madison. Still awaiting the uh, pitcher to come out. It's still, they're not changing, are they? I don't think so. There is, she just took her time to get out there. Did Gardner. All right. A little extra time to recap this one for you as we bring it back. I am Joey D. We are in inning at number nine, championship fr- uh, Saturday here in Madison. And we're tied at two. Two runs, seven hits. Now three errors for the Spartans. Two runs, four hits, and two errors for Sun Prairie, the defending champions, the undefeated Spartans. And for the Spartans, it will be... Higgins, Elstead, and Supley. For inning number nine, I've only got 11 in my scorebook here. Well, I'll grab another one if I need to. <laughs> and the first offering is a strike to Mathena Higgins, who reached base a couple of times, struck out once, walked and scored, and had a single just last inning. Or check that in the seventh inning. And the 0-1 delivery to Higgins. Foul backwards. No balls and two strikes. What a performance on the mound by both of these pitchers. Actually has kind of the kind of the sense of what I witnessed uh, not too long ago down here with Kimberly going the 15 innings before they won. Yeah, that broke all kinds of records as this one's upstairs. One ball and two strikes. That one took a very long time to play. But they ended up winning on a home run. 15 innings. That was something else. Here at Oshkosh North chasing their first title. Fouled out of play. Let's stay one ball and two strikes. Yeah, that was a very, very wild game. I had to go through two scorecards and end up flipping over another one. <laughs> yeah, hey, I may have to do it again here tonight. Bring it on. This is fun. One ball, two strikes. Well, at least for me. One and two. 
bouncer out front, way out front of the plate. So it's two and two. Yeah, nobody has left, though. I'll tell you that. This place is jam-packed. In fact, uh, a few extras may have come in, and they're, they're, they're called bugs. <laughs> it's that time of night. I'm, I'm starting to swat now. Up until now, it's been all right. The 2-2. Two -two. Just outside, full count. Again, how do you lay off of that? Mathena's done that more than once here tonight. And taking a while to step back in. Looking down at Coach Disler. And she's ready now. The payoff pitch from Gardner is outside as she walked her. Second time tonight that Higgins has been patient and drew a walk. This time opens up inning number nine. And the go-ahead run is out at first again for the Spartans. For the top of the lineup, Brooke Elstead. It's another chance, her fifth at bat here in the ninth inning. Unfortunately, she is 0 for 3, including that very crucial Line out to shortstop in the seventh inning. Ended up being a double play. First one to her is way low. 1-0. If that one gets in the dirt, then Higgins is easily at second base. This might be a just get him on, get him over type of situation. Let's see what Elstead does. Stepping back in, the sophomore shortstop. The left-handed hitter awaits the 1-0 pitch. And that one catches the inside corner. Evens it up at one and one. Yeah, that was a very dramatic play because Higgins had just gotten on on a single. This was the seventh inning, mind you. She was the go-ahead run with nobody out, just like she is right now. Don't want to jinx it. There's a little bunt to third base, scooped up to throw over, and it goes off of the glove of Hilbert. On to third base goes Higgins. Staying at first will be Elstead. But now the go-ahead run is at third base with nobody out for Oshkosh North. That one, I believe, is going to have to go down as an error. Because that should have been caught, and Elstead should be retired. They haven't put it up on the board just yet. But Elstead's going to stand at first. Yep, E3 is the official call. E3. So the third error of the night on each team has three now. This one very crucial, though, because it allows Higgins to trot on over to third. And Elstead stays at first. It's two on and nobody out. Top of the ninth inning. And... One of the best players in the country coming up to bat. Sid Supley. What a career she has had, and what a way it would be to end it. She can connect here and give them the lead. The first offering popped up. That is shallow left center field coming on, and can't make the catch. Coming in to score is going to be Higgins. And Oshkosh North takes a 3-2 lead here in the ninth inning. Tried to make the basket catch, but she couldn't. Had a long way to go for that one. And it's first and second. Nobody out with a run in. For Libby Nevue. 
They haven't put it on the board. It was kind of a basket catch attempt. And they're going to give an error. All right, so back-to-back errors. That's going to go as an E8. So Supley reaches on that. Coming around to score was Higgins. And Nevue is up with first and second. Nobody out. First one to her. Low, 1-0. and oh. So the defense not helping out here for Gardner. That was a tough one. But again, it was in her glove. She had a long way to run for that one. And the 1-0. Way upstairs. Almost got away from the catcher. Kenor Shield. So the inning started off with a walk to Higgins. Then an error. Brooke Elstead was on. Got Higgins to third. And then another error scoring Higgins. And that one. High fly ball into left field. Should be a routine play for Sierra Eck. And it is. And that's got to feel good for Cardinals fans. Finally that first out of the inning here in the ninth. And up will come Sophie Averkamp. On the routine fly out to left field. Brings up Sophie with first and second. One out now and one run in. Aberkamp tonight is 0-4-4. Struck out, popped out a couple of times and grounded out in, uh, well, just to start last inning. So they've already batted around since then. First one to her. Ball outside. Averkamp on the season, a 369 hitter. Here with a big opportunity. You get that insurance run in, that'll feel even way better with Sid out there on the mound. Well, one run feels pretty good. <laughs> and a 1-0. Fouled backwards into the netting. Evens it up at 1-1. One and one. To Sophie Averkamp. 5'10 junior, so she will be back. One of uh, just two juniors on this squad with Averkamp and Lieb. And Sophie looking at a 1-1 pitch. Lined in the left center field. That's a base hit. Bounding third, heading for home. And scoring is Elstad. There's that insurance run. It is 4-2 on the RBI double by Sophie Averkamp. Elstead scores. On to third base goes Supley. And the RBI double big time for Averkamp. She stands at second. And the batter will be Gauthier. And a meeting at the mound. And Emma Phillips will head out there and run for Averkamp the catcher. What an inning here for Oshkosh North. Here in the top half of inning number nine. Even though they were the one seed, they were listed as the visitors here in this one. Looking for their first title. Sun Prairie looking to defend their title. The meeting at the mound is broken up. I'll recap it for you here. Standing out at second base now is Phillips, the courtesy runner. Supley running at third with one away. And Gauthier, a liner, short little liner out to shortstop. And Radlin hauls it in for the second out. Number three, Courtney Day. First pitch swinging. 
And two away now for Courtney. Courtney tonight has been on a couple of times. And one on an infield hit and one on a regular hit. And flew out to center a couple of times. And she's up here with two away and two on. And two are in in the inning. Getting the sign is Gardner. She winds and delivers. A little bit too high. One ball and no strikes. The excitement building on the Oshkosh north side. So I swat away more, <laughs> more of the bugs that continue to uh, travel my way. They want to see all the action, too, I guess. The 1-0 pitch. Fouled backwards right over my head. And nice catch by the gentleman standing right next to me. <laughs> Bounced off. Right behind me. <laughs> that was kind of scary. Some would say it bounced off my head. That's how hard it is. One and one. Two away, the delivery to Courtney Day. Up high and outside. Two balls and one strike. Day a 393 hitter on the season. Last night, 0 for 3. But a big game against Nicolay when she was three for three. And a big spot again here. The pitch. That one too high, too, and she laid off of it. Three and one. There again, Phillips out at second, the runner for Aberkamp. Supley at third. And two runs are in with two away. And a 3 1 pitch. Walked her. Bases are now loaded for the first time tonight for either team. This one coming on a walk. And the third time tonight that Courtney is on base. Emily will step in. Getting some instructions from Coach Dishler before stepping into the box. The left-hander kicking up some of the dirt. A couple of practice swings for her. It's Day at first, Phillips at second, Sophie at third. Emma Lieb has been on twice tonight. And facing Maddie Gardner. Too high, 1-0. Lieb tonight struck out twice. Got on on a fielder's choice. And was stranded and then had an infield hit just last inning. And again was stranded at first. A lot of left on bases again tonight. For Oshkosh North. But still, we've got this two-run pad to play with. Four to two in the ninth. Slapped foul again. Off the bat of Lieb. Emma, the five-foot-six junior. Playing center field for the Spartans. And batting left. Facing a 1-1 count. Here it is. Too high and inside. Two and one. And pacing around now a little nervously out there is Maddie Gardner. She pitched ten innings in their first game. And struck out 16 in that one, by the way, against Waukesha North. And this is her ninth inning here. Another slap foul third base side. That's a lot of innings. Ten in the first one. Regular seven-inning game against some Prairie last night. She struck out ten. This is her ninth inning pitched here tonight. And she's got nine more strikeouts. 
The 2-2 pitch to Lieb. Fouled again, just foul, third base side. And she'll trot back. Everybody goes back to their bases. Faces are loaded. Two runs are in. The second extra inning of this Division I championship game. It has been a good one. No matter which team you root for. And the pitch down to third base. And easily, Spatola will just tag third. And that is how the top half of inning number nine comes to an end. But the Spartans strike with two. They are three outs away. As we head to the bottom half of inning number nine, the Papa Murphy's scoreboard reads the Spartans four and the Cardinals two back in a minute on the score. Here we go. Bottom half of inning number nine here in Madison. Joey D along with you. Second extra inning. It may sound like it's uh, the end, end of a regular game, but no. Softball only goes seven for those who may not know. Baseball that goes nine. So we've been in extra innings for quite a while. And the Spartans with those two big runs in the top half of the ninth inning. And it will be Sid Supley trying to close things out on a magical career and head into college playing in Northwestern in style. If she can get three more outs out there on the mound, she will face Gardner, Hilber, and Spatola. The cleanup hitter is up first here in the bottom of the ninth. Gardner has not had any luck. 0 for 3 against Supley with 3 Ks. Swings and misses at this first one. 1 and 0. Going for the old uh, golden sombrero is what they like to call four strikeouts in a game. Gardner steps in. Supley gets the sign. The 0-1. Outside for a ball. 1 and 1. Got to be impressed with what both pitchers have been able to do, though. Gardner not getting too much help from her defense. Um, both teams with crooked numbers in the uh, E category here tonight. But it has been a fun one to watch. Off-speed pitch is in there for a strike one and two. Seen that quite a bit tonight from Sid. Can she strike Gardner out again? This time here in the ninth inning. Here it is, the one-two. She did it! Struck her out again! A fourth time tonight she has sent down Maddie Gardner, and there's one away here in the ninth inning. Make it 11 Ks now. 36 in the three games for Sid Supley. Grace Hilber steps in. She's K'd twice this evening and also had a ground out, so 0 for 3 for Grace Hilbert. First one. Can't get any faster than that. Man, she is rearing back and throwing some heat, ladies and gentlemen. Sid Supley bringing it to close her high school career here in inning number 9 with a two-run pad. That's about as fast as she has thrown all night. The 0-1 to Hilbert. Just did get a piece of it. It gets out of play. Kind of reached after that one. So it'll be 0-2 to Grace Hilbert. The 
senior first baseman for the Cardinals, playing in her final game as a Sun Prairie Cardinal. And the 0-2. Tapped out to the pitcher's mound. Supley has it on over to first. And there's two away. One out away from the promised land. There are two down here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Sydney Spatola. It'll be Sydney against Sydney. Four to two. Spartans with the lead. And one out away. Supley winds and deals. Again, a fastball. Just a little low. The Spartans crowd wanting a strike, but umpire calling the ball. It's one and oh. Spatola. Hit by a pitch, just barely grazed, and then grounded out twice. And the 1-0 popped backwards right into the netting. I would have caught that one if there was no net. And if I had a glove. <laughs> Don't want to hurt myself. By the way, that ball is still lodged in the net. <laughs> that happened way back in like the second inning. It's still way up here, lodged in the net. All right, back to softball. It's one and one. To Spatola. Grounder out to third. Nebu picks it up, throws it over. And the Oshkosh North Spartans for the first time in school history are softball state champs as they down the defending champion Sun Prairie Cardinals in extra innings in nine by a score of four to two. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 